Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. Welcome back to Girls Who Heal Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the girlies who are on their healing journeys. We're here to empower those committed to personal growth and becoming the best versions of themselves. In today's episode, we'll be exploring the topic of sex. We'll be talking about sexual trauma, coming into sexuality and sensuality, and all things pleasure. But before we dive into the topic, let's break the ice by diving into a mindful moment. Okay. Sexual trauma is the exposure to any sexually inappropriate behaviors that cause a person to experience a great deal of stress. Acts of sexual violence can involve physical contact, but they do not need to entail direct touch to be considered abuse. So, you want to hit that? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you know that most women who are victims of sexual trauma can store that trauma in their bodies? A lot of times, these victims do a lot of dissociating. This can involve feeling separate from your body, having trouble concentrating, feeling detached, or using escapism. Did you ever find that you experience like dissociation based on like your trauma? For sure. Um, I definitely disassociated. I it was like an outer body type of experience for me. Like I didn't want to be in that space. So I often times try to find other things like for me it was very younger. I was younger and so I would join all fucking type of activities to try to not deal with what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I definitely disassociated a lot and just put on, I wore a mask all the time to make it seem as if I was um, normal, which I don't know why I thought normal. I don't know. That's what came to mind then. But it's like, I just wanted to kind of blend in with everybody else. I didn't want to, uh, were my truth because I was so ashamed, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, that I even allowed it to happen. I don't know why I felt like I had the control, but I guess learning now, I I did have control to some capacity. I just didn't feel empowered to do to use it. Yeah, I didn't have a voice. For real. Mm -hmm. So, did you experience this association? So I think for me, like mine is more like daydreaming or like it looked like. I'm off somewhere else, but I'm not necessarily in the room. Like, mm -hmm. so I have times where like I'm daydreaming and somebody will be like, are you okay? Or they hit me with the, are you high? And it's like, damn bitch, actually I'm dealing with trauma right, right now. Right. And, and thank you for noticing. Right. Like, it's just like, so sometimes, I don't know, I, I get offended high key. Cause it's just like, you don't necessarily even know like why I'm doing this, right. but I know why I'm doing right, it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, that's how I've seen mine show up. Um, and I didn't even realize it until, like, I was an adult. That, like, that's what that was. And yeah. that's how I was, like, coping. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel that. I don't know. I, yeah, I can feel that. Um, I, and also, too, like, with the escapism, that was me joining every fucking thing to yeah. not have to deal with it. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I had to... 
what was what what we talk about with uh, I just lost my hope of a train of thought, but it's like um that's what I needed to do to survive. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was either that or fucking just give up. And so I had to show up in a way that I felt was acceptable, you know, so and I feel like we just addressed this maybe a couple of weeks ago. I saw mm-hmm. you. I said, do you ever feel like, because you be like, you just be moving all the time, always mm-hmm. doing something. I said, do you ever feel like that's your trauma showing up? You was like, no. And he was like, well, maybe. Shit, I ain't never thought about <laughs> it like that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Because if you if you sit down too long, then I have to fucking deal with the shit. And that yeah. shit is like draining to the motherfucking max. And it's like, I don't want to do this, but I want to do this, but I don't want to do this. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, or I don't, I can't say for sure, because that's some shit that I'm still working on and trying to get therapy for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So brought up some shit for me to think about and bring to their attention. Like, so I'd be like this. Do you think this is why? I don't know if they can necessarily say for sure, but I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay, boo-boo. You're so irky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next we want to talk about, like, just tips that can help you when you dissociate. So things like meditation and focusing on being present, rhythmic movement such as dancing to regain a sense of control of your body, yoga or tai chi to help combine body awareness with relaxation, and then the focus movement is also known to be helpful with symptoms of PTSD and trauma. So just some tips. Okay, I've I've incorporated some of those things, not necessarily due to trauma, but mm-hmm. I think they were definitely vital in just bringing to my attention what I need to do for my body in that moment. Yeah. And then if the trauma kind of came up, it was like, okay, I need to do more of that to yeah. kind of work through that because that was helpful. For sure. Um, What age did you have the sex talk? and learn about your body. Were you ever taught about consent? Do you talk about that with your child, about consent and what that looks like? So for me, again, the age talk, the sex <laughs> talk happened around like the age of eight or so. Um, and of course I told you, my yeah. mother, she uses the medical terms <laughs> for things, the penis, yeah. the vagina, things like that. Yeah. Um, and then as far as consent, like that was never talked about. Yeah. And I think- I agree. That's weird, you know? Yeah. But honestly, for me, like, I try to teach my baby about consent, even though he three, like, I try to teach him, like, okay, if you don't want to hug this family member, you don't have to hug them. Right. Like, I don't try to make him hug people or kiss them or none of that. Right, Because yeah. I'm like, I want to kiss him on the lips. He's like, no. What is wrong with you? It's a little weird, you know? <laughs> I mean, Blow I, it. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Blow it. That's Blow beautiful. It. But yeah, like, we talk about consent, and I think we haven't had the sex talk or anything yet, because he's three. But I use those medical terms. Yeah. We use the word penis. Right. His daddy was laughing the other day. He's talking about some, talking about some his penis. I said, exactly. I taught him his penis. Ain't no wee-wee. Right. Ain't no ding-dongs. Ain't none of that. We use the word penis. That's what it is. When he say what he's talking about, you know what he's talking about. Right. We're using the term. Right. I feel that. I had to, based off our last, like, we we kind of revisited, we are revisiting this conversation. So I had to, like, revamp that conversation kind of just remind her, uh, like, um, and I'm just fucking random as hell. So it wasn't none that prompted this. We just driving and I'm, you know, talking to her about sex. And then like, let's go over like 
do you know some of these body parts? And so I kind of just did like a little quiz to see what she remembered. And I'm like, nope, nope, that is not your vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, this is the vulva. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. telling her, I'm breaking it down. This is your clitoris. This is your And the, the, you. <laughs> the, I'm like, I probably went into, she like, uh, okay, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. But I'm like, look, no, like we talked about different types of sex not just the guy's penis in the vagina it's you got oral sex because i'm sure mm. she's seeing this shit like That's or cool. hearing this shit in school yeah. there's anal and you always need to be protected because you don't know all these different holes <laughs> look it kind of went like on the tissue all these different holes like you allow them to enter to your body you need to make sure that you're taking you know taking care of yourself because you allow access into spaces that can bring about different diseases than she even um, I think she kind of remembered when I talked about the little kissing things. Like, uh-huh. yeah, because you can get this. I'm like, yeah, so look, you don't want none of that shit because some of that shit you can't get rid of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother thing. So anyway, do y'all talk about consent? We haven't necessarily talked about consent in the, the form of, um, not necessarily. It's just more so looking like if there's something you don't want to do, mm-hmm. I ain't necessarily... T- put it the the language consent behind it but it was like don't fucking do it mm-hmm. and if somebody's trying to make you do some shit you fucking tell them get the fuck away from me like i'm like be vulgar like yeah. i want you to be firm with it i don't want you to be all no stop no because they're gonna keep on probably yeah. pursuing it mm-hmm. and they ain't gonna take you serious but you look and you tell me right afterwards call me or whatever so that's kind of how the consent talk i guess look but it ain't necessarily uh been described as being consent mm-hmm. i don't know i think it still counts okay yeah okay well cool things well then we did <laughs> <laughs> oh. two uh how was losing your virginity what was your experience okay hmm. i don't want i don't want to go first <laughs> too late <laughs> you're you're first <laughs> okay so i think like it was kind of based on trauma a little bit because it was like, I wanted to be in control with that whole situation. So I, of course, chose somebody who was younger than me. Mm-hmm. Not too much younger. Like, I was no pedophile nothing. He was just like <laughs> a year younger than me. And Let's be clear, people. I was around, I was 17. He was 16. Okay. Um, and... Now we got to go into no details. I'm not going like... to go into no detail. I just feel like I had... You know, I growing up, you hear that story about how, like, if you choose somebody and then you fall in love and he gonna break your heart. And so I was like, oh, I'm gonna get, I got one up on the nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was like, I, you know, I thought I was in love. I wasn't in love. I liked him, but I, you know, I, w- I knew at the same time, you know, I didn't care about him like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think for me, it was kind of like a way to feel safe. Like, mm-hmm. choosing somebody that I didn't feel like necessarily was threatening in any way. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, that was an experience. I, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah for it sure. wasn't, it wasn't no, I mean, we was in a relationship, but it didn't last too long. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was a slut. It was okay. Okay. You live and you learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I, like I said, I chose somebody I didn't really, I wasn't into him like that. Yeah. It was Okay. He had got a new girlfriend on me, mm. and he thought I was gonna fight for his love. I wasn't gonna fight for his love. I let him go. Yeah. He told me some. You did. You you told me some. You you really think we cute together? I said, yeah, y'all cute, and I let him go. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't feel no type of way right. about it. Yeah. 
I thought it was, yeah. It, I, I, this ain't the right thing to do, girls, but <laughs> it's what I had to do. It's yeah. how I had to go through life and learn. You know what I'm saying? I think my experience, too, well, I was, we were in a relationship probably for some time at the at the time, both uh, um, young, but it was somebody I felt like I was in love with and who I, you know, I felt safe with as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, for me, um, my trauma kind of affected that experience because I was in my head a lot. Mm -hmm. It was like I did feel safe enough to allow that to happen. I don't feel like it was not, not I don't feel like it was forced at all, mm -hmm. um, but it was still parts of me that felt uh, shame a little bit. Like, I wonder if he can tell, like, I've had this experience because him and I have never, we had never discussed at that time that I had experienced trauma. And so mm -hmm. it was, um, for me, a little scary, but um, at a point to where I feel like this is a person that I could share that moment with. And so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and then people change, and so I don't know. But I found out years later we were each other's like first. Okay. So it's like um, I think that kind of probably helped with us navigating it, try to figure this shit out because we didn't know exactly how it was supposed to go. So that kind of was it like bad your first time? I won't say it was bad. It was average. I, I mean, if I'm comparing it to like what I've had, average. Yeah. Okay. It was average. Oh, yeah, but right. yeah, <laughs> we were sneaking and shit. So it was like, um, we was, yeah, <laughs> we was in like his car, like in the back seat, but it was kind of, so it was really uncomfortable at the same time. Like <laughs> Cause we crammed and granted, I know I'm a small person. He's not, he's tall. He was tall. So it was like, we trying to figure this out, but we, we managed to get through. We managed to get through it. I think we was able to laugh about it later. Like, man, we can't believe that fucking just happened. But okay, you yeah. cool, we cool, all right. So, and we just kind of went about it. And then I don't think it. I don't, if I can recall, it never happened back in that car again because it was just too motherfucking. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Sounds it bad. wasn't horrible. It was just was uncomfortable, especially when you're trying to navigate how it looks and flow. If you're looking at like how movies and not like porn but like rom-coms and shit you see people being all romantic it, I, it, it wasn't that yeah, yeah it wasn't that okay anyway okay. interesting that was okay. the experience <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly we both had fucked up experience i mean mine wasn't fucked up i feel like i mean it wasn't all it or no shit like that but like at the same time it was like okay but I can be honest. I just wanted to lose my virginity. It wasn't like I was looking for love. I wasn't looking for love. I was just like, okay, I'm ready. And at that point, I was just like, what made you feel like you was ready? Shit, I just wanted to see what it was about. Okay. I, I just You're just was, curious. Yeah, like really. And like I said, I liked him. I was, I thought I was in love. Yeah. But you know how when you young, you using the them words. Love. Yeah, you using them words, and it's just like that ain't what the fuck this is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you get older, you be like, okay, yeah, it was just an experience. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was like bad. I was just saying it was average. It wasn't right. Was nothing impressive. Right. Sorry, sir. <laughs> um. Okay. Moving on. Um. <laughs> what would you say like your journey with like self exploration and finding pleasure? How's that been? Um, it's been 
a, I don't want to say struggle. That sounds just so. I mean, but it's it might be a truth. So for me, I've struggled a little bit in navigating it because I've associated so much shame, and I think a lot of the lot of it has been shaped by how I was fucking raised, what family members then um, highlight. Like it was like, oh, if I'm like. And we talk about sexuality. I would say like parts of my, my body, if I'm feeling curious or feeling away, it was never like, um, oh, let me tell you why you may be feeling this or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. It was like, what the fuck? You ever trying to, and no, like if I wanted to like wear a bra, just something yeah. small like that. The fuck you think you were grown? It's like, no, but like, I think I would have liked to have heard reasons as to why I was feeling the way I was feeling or, you know, telling me a little bit more about my body or what to expect, not just having to learn through experiences and hearing from my friends or peer groups or shit, you know, I don't know. Um, But I've tried to find pleasure in different ways just by, like, being more open to having a conversation Mm -hmm. and not, like, feeling shame with it yeah like getting curious about it because it's normal mm-hmm. and so um just uh divulging in more conversations and seeing what the experience like and and maybe implementing that like okay mm-hmm. all right that sound like that'd be cool let yeah. me let me try it you know but yeah that's kind of how my journey has been finding pleasure okay i won't say i'm like there just yet because there's still some things I'm working on, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely open. Yeah. Okay. I love that for you. <laughs> Damn. Can we get along today? We are. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I would say, for me, I don't know. My journey hasn't been as struggling, but also, like, we've had different types of trauma. Yeah. And so, like, for me, I think I'm a little more open to it just because, I don't know. Like I said, I've always had like that curiosity there and like Mm -hmm. I think the fact that my mom was like so open in the way that she explained sex at an early age like that kind of helped me to not feel as much shame about it um but as far as like getting in touch with myself and finding pleasure I think most of like my healing work with that has come recently Mm -hmm. and just like feel again having that safe space yeah i would say like regardless of the partner like i think it's always needed to be like a safe space in order for me to feel the the desire to even explore that type of realm. Yeah. you understand what for i'm saying sure. and so i don't know i just been a little more open with it you know i like to I, and even if you say you like not open i like to help you get there you know that's my favorite thing to do <laughs> Push. Yeah, I love to do that yeah. for you. Thank you. You're talking to me right now? Yeah, I'm talking oh, to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll talk more after. <laughs> um. Uh, how have you tried to get comfortable with your sexuality after experiencing sexual trauma? Okay, so I think the things that have been helpful, like just of course finding like that safe space and that safe partner, but also like you know, communicating your desires and your needs, that's important. I think I always talk about 
I listen to the sex podcast. Mm-hmm. It kind of helps me, like, release mm-hmm. that shame. And also, like, shit, I be learning on there. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is educational. Right, right. What y'all out here doing in the streets, right. you know? <laughs> and so, like, that's been helpful. Um, and just, like, trying new stuff. Like, I think as long as you feel like you're in a safe space, it's okay to try yeah. new things. And I think that's been, like, really helpful. Yeah. What about you? That word keeps coming up, safe space. Because it's so, important. I mean, I know, and it, it is key. And so, um, for me, I've tried to get comfortable with my sexuality by what I thought was safe for me. Mm-hmm. So far, has not truly been, in fact, safe. Yeah. Um, I started to... Um, have that conversation with my partner to kind of let them invite them in on maybe why I may move a certain way, but, uh, or like Mm -hmm. stray away from certain things. I don't know if this in fact plays a part in it. I don't know because I don't know how it feels to have not gone through what I've gone through. Mm -hmm. And so, um, being vocal on that because, um, that was something that I didn't discuss before. In fact, it was just, just very shameful. So, um, I've been trying to have more open conversations and then navigated that way. If that person was in fact who I'm looking to, you know, to, if I'm, let me start. <laughs> if that person is who I'm supposed to be exploring that with, then mm-hmm. they would move about in a, in a, a way that makes me feel safe and open to do certain things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's not for everybody. And yeah. so I haven't opened up like that to. Have you, like, shared your trauma with, like, a lot of your partners? No, not a lot, but a a couple. Okay. A couple. And, like, so, like, you know, um, the the guy lost my virginity uh, to, like, that wasn't disclosed right off the bat. Mm -hmm. But that conversation did come up years later, so we was together for a minute. But, um, and just seeing, I think a part of me strayed away from sharing that part was because I wanted you to handle me how you was going to handle me rather knowing it or not. And so I don't know if that was the, a fucked up way to navigate that, but it was like, I don't want you to now be a little more gentle with me because I feel like in the beginning, um, you being who you are, you know what I'm saying? So you not going to be able to maintain that gentleness that I need because you kind of showed me in the beginning that this is not a trait that, or that's just not how you move mm-hmm. uh, effortlessly or, you know, now you, I don't know. I just it doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, and that's kind of how my mind shaped that to believe. And so, so that's some shit that I'm still working through. But that's kind of how I was like I was afraid because it was like either it was gonna push them away, and then I didn't want to be alone, or you know I I enjoyed the company to some capacity, and now they're gonna be moving different. And so I didn't always just jump yeah. off. And but I don't know. Like you said. I had to, be in a space where I felt safe to yeah. have that conversation and know that what I'm telling you, you're going to not like use it against me or in some kind of way. Yeah. I don't know. How do you decide? Like, who do you like, who you tell about that kind of stuff? I don't know. It's just a feeling really. Okay. So like I said, I haven't disclosed that information to like partners that I've had, like all of all my partners, whatever, but it's like, it has been disclosed to a couple. And so I think, for me, it had felt like they made me feel some type of reassurance that um, that I needed in order to have that conversation. Um, some one time it was disclosed after 
a guy was like trying to, I guess, fall back a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I don't even know how it came up, but it was like, oh, so that's why you, you know, oh, that mm-hmm. makes so much more sense now. I'm like, so now you want to give me this grace? Like you should, you should have been fucking giving me the grace from the jump. Is what I be feeling like. But I understand, but at the same time, it's like I think it's important to like disclose that because, like, I could just say like with my experience with my husband. Like I said, sometimes he would touch me, and I'm just like, ugh, like you know what Tense. I'm saying? Yeah, like, and it's like, but he he didn't necessarily know where that was coming from until yeah. like I told him about it, yeah. and it's like, okay, now I get it, now yeah. I understand. Because yeah. if you don't tell somebody, they just gonna, but he, gave, he, don't but like he, me. he gave you grace prior too, you know what I'm saying? To where you, I understand. And so he picked up on the fact that you was like a little, but he sad. didn't necessarily know why. Yeah, you know, right? I'm saying like it was a like I've been with the wrong motherfuckers apparently. What so they be like, doing? No, it's not that. It's just like oh, uh, I ain't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Like. It doesn't make sense, and they would just uh, react versus oh. try to dive a little into like, why you don't, mm-hmm. and give me the opportunity to have that conversation. It's like you didn't already react in a way that has made me feel a little unsafe to yeah. even open up to you in that way. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. So would you say? Because I know you said like you kind of are struggling with like finding the sensuality and getting comfortable with your sexuality. So has that been like a big issue in like your relationships? Mm, I feel like I'm sensual with my partner. Uh, Maybe to some things where I'm just like, some stuff is just, I don't want to say totally non-negotiable, but it's like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I feel that comfortable yet. And, and I not what I would like to see like in the future from my partners is like, just that grace mm-hmm. and in transition and don't expect all this shit right off the jump like gotta give me time because i'm working through this shit mm-hmm. it's not that i don't want to it's like i don't know i get in my head mm-hmm. so like a part of me can't get out of it and i just need that patience to help me to work through that mm-hmm. and so um i don't know it's like up and down yeah because sometimes i could be all in and then sometimes i'm like having a hard time expressing that this is why I'm feeling this way. Because mm-hmm. I'm still trying to understand it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Working um, on it. Work, definitely a work in progress. <laughs> uh, what was your experience with family support? Um, or lack thereof pertaining to your trauma experience? Um. Okay, so I just recently, like, talked about my trauma. Or, like, started even saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I struggled with even recognizing it as trauma mm-hmm. because, okay, so when, I'm not going to say who it was, when a family member found out about it, it's that question of, oh, okay, well, did they penetrate you? And it's like, that's a fucking, uh, yeah, it's like, like, okay, well, even if they didn't penetrate me, is it okay if, Uncle Bob right. touches my titty. Like, is this okay? Like, right. does that make that okay? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, <sighs> it's frustrating. It's yeah, fun. it's, it's very frustrating, and you feel kind of like alone. But it's like, at the same time, you understand, like the black household, this mm-hmm. shit is swept under the rug right, all right. the fucking time. Right, right. And so it's like, you just understand it, and you, I think, 
I've had to show grace because we come back to that word. Yeah, but man. it's just like I know that I'm not the only person in this type of shit was happening to. Right, right. And so it's like, if y'all want to sweep it under the rug, y'all go right the fuck ahead. But I'm going to speak my fucking truth. Right, right. And I'm not trying to burn the family down or no shit like right. that. But y'all not finna try to invalidate my fucking trauma. Right. And unfortunately, that's kind of how their mentality is shaped. It's like, you trying to tear the family apart? What? What was the fucking family when this was happening to me? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for me, my experience, I didn't, um, when I decided to speak up about it, because it was something that I suppressed and didn't have the courage to talk about. And when I finally did, it was like, now why would you make something up like that? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, wow, that, to me, you don't understand how much oomph it took to get to this point to even talk about it. And that's what you feel like mm-hmm. I'm doing mm-hmm. because you felt like I desired a different type of flow of life at a time, more freedom. And that's where you go. Like, so it was, it was very disappointing, disheartening, and kind of just, like, it made me withdraw a little mm-hmm. even more. It's like, what's the point even going there when this is what you already have shaped your mind to believe that this is why I'm doing this or saying these things? It's like, it was not um, the comfort that I desired mm-hmm. um, in that in that time. Um, and... Um, and so that was just very, it made it easy for me to kind of just fall back. Yeah. And um, just try to think about some shit like, um, yeah, so family fucking sucks. That's what it felt like. <laughs> and not, not I won't say all my family like that, but a lot of the ones that I definitely sought out that comfort and um, love that I needed, it was, they, they definitely let me down. Yeah. And so um, it, it has been a lot of strain um, and a lot of relationships that have um, fallen apart due to that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in in a space where I, I tried to, like, move forward with it and, and, and not even talk about it no more because I desired these relationships. But then I had to, like, this wasn't fit, feeling well for me. It yeah. didn't feel like, if it didn't feel safe. Yeah. And so I decided to just leave it where it was, let it be. And I kind of fell back and just do my own little thing. And so it's certain family members that I just don't um, communicate, communicate with or mm-hmm. just don't have a relationship with. And it's, it is what it is now, but I won't say that it doesn't get a little difficult at times where you, you, want to have these conversations but it's like you already so close-minded i just know where it's gonna go so at yeah. this point it ain't no point in having that conversation so like i said not all of my family members felt that way some have given encouraging words but um a lot of the relationships have been lost unfortunately yeah. i so, think so for me uh i don't necessarily talk about it like that but at the same time, people know. Some people know wh- what I'm talking about. They know who it was, all that mm-hmm. shit. But it's like when the other people that it happened to, they like, oh, well, you just need to forgive. And it's like, okay. And even if I choose to forgive, I do not have to have a relationship with this person. Yeah, I, I do not desire that for myself. Yeah. And so, like, that's pretty much been, like, the turmoil on my side. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like 
I don't want a relationship with this person. Yeah. I don't feel safe around this person. Right. I wouldn't leave my child in the right. presence of this fucking person. Right, right. So, like, when you get done, yes, I can forgive because, you know, that's for me. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? So, I I'm agree. not holding it, holding on to that. I agree. But, like, I don't have to be around this fucking person. Right. And I think that's where they fucking mentality... Because I, I have forgiven this person. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that was for me. Mm -hmm. In order for me to kind of move on and kind of be able to exist in the way that I needed to. You know what I'm saying? And show up for me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for this person. Mm -hmm. They fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And they need to work on themselves and be, you know, I'll leave that there. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, why they feel like you need to just, uh, they they changed. Well, that's your motherfucking truth. At the end of the day, <laughs> I'm not going to be around. I, I, Like you said, I would not have my child around him. Mm -hmm. I will not. Mm -hmm. And that's just that. And so it's unfortunate, but um, it is what it is. And it's like at this point, I'm not going to, my priority is not making you feel comfortable anymore. Yeah. Fuck y'all, because y'all pretty much said fuck me when you didn't. Pour to me and protect mm -hmm. me and mm -hmm. then love on me like I need it. You did this to it. You know, you allowed this to happen to a child. And so mm -hmm. I didn't have a voice. You were supposed to be my advocate, my voice, when I decided to be courageous enough to say something. Mm -hmm. But I was just met with a lot of fucking lack of support. So mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> so you wrote this question in and I didn't necessarily understand it. So I would like you to explain it. So what it says, like, do you feel empowered by sex since experiencing trauma? Um, what you mean by that? So not since experiencing trauma like that, but do you find that sex can be empowering? Like to have that control, like the, the, the lack of control that you probably have during the trauma experience and now consenting, mm -hmm. do you feel some sense of empowerment that like, this is my choice, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And that's kind of where that whole question kind of came from. It's like, okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you? <laughs> uh, I mean, I can, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, I don't necessarily view sex as like a power play. I think um, that would be the unhealed version. Because then, when you, even when you say that, like, I think about like the person I chose to lose my virginity to. Mm -hmm. That was more of like, this is empowering. Mm -hmm. I know, I know you can't fucking hurt me. Like, that, that was more on that kind of lane. I feel like as I've like worked through my shit and like worked to heal myself, I don't necessarily look at it as, look at it as empowering. I, I understand how it can be for some women, yeah. you know, um, having that control in that situation, but I don't necessarily view it the same as I once did. Like, what's your view on it? Mm, I think it can be mm -hmm. um, empowering, not in a sense of like. Well, in the sense of just being able to make that choice. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think I kind of viewed it in a way of like, this is something for me and this is something that I'm choosing for taking. So it's like, I don't know. It felt, I don't know. Not, I don't want to say liberating, um, but yeah, it, it made me yeah. feel like I had control in a, in, a, in, a, in a space where I lacked it for so long. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think it can be, but. It's not that, not that I'm looking to like control my partner. You know what I'm saying? Because we both consent. Uh huh. So, is it, is it more like just having? 
like you said, I guess it's just more having say in the situation. Yeah, just like, yeah, this is something I want to partake in. Mm -hmm. Like, this ain't something that's just taken from me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so I think I should have probably chose uh, being in a space. I like what you said, liberating. Like, like, that I can relate to. Yeah. That I feel like, yeah. 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 You feel liberated. Free. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like at the same time, I told you, like, I am just getting to the point where I feel comfortable talking about this yeah. type of stuff. Before yeah. this, you couldn't get me to say not that. a goddamn thing about nothing sexual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying? But like through my healing work, now shit, I'm gonna say what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm up and down with it. Like sometimes I'm more open, and sometimes I'm a little withdrawn. And it's like mm -hmm. I don't know why it's the inconsistencies. These things I fucking need to work through, mm -hmm. and you know, develop some consistency consistency but at, sometimes it's for me the space i'm in and yeah. if i feel like i can be that open or free about mm -hmm. it and so it's a struggle sometimes but it's cool working through it definitely working through it okay i love that for you <laughs> so, so would you say that you like still struggle to like speak up to your speak up for yourself when it comes to like intimate partners and like voicing what you like yeah I, I would say so because I get so stuck into pleasing my partner that I sometimes forget that I supposed to be pleased too. And so, but then that goes back into the self-discovery and um, finding out what it is that I like so that I can convey that to them mm -hmm. in, a, in in words or I don't know, sometimes I have the words, just move, move your head like this. So yeah. I, I can't articulate it all the time, but. I know that with a lot of work mm -hmm. and getting more comfortable with myself, that that will be a lot of be a lot easier mm -hmm. to um, voice that to my partner. Like, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, it, it it just depends on the person. Okay. You have to be in like you've been saying throughout this um, topic in a safe space. Yeah, to where you feel like your person to be open. Mm -hmm. to receiving something that they've not experienced before because not all women are the same. Yeah. So sometimes they get into uh, a pattern to where they, they want to do some shit that uh, the next the, the previous bitch liked and yeah. that's not what I like. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. So I want you to do this. Yeah. And so some some men may find offensive there because they think they know every fucking thing. Well, but you you're not exempt from learning people. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they have an elevated experience. And so um it again goes back to being in that safe space. I have been in a safe space. I would say before where I was able to navigate that. Uh -huh. Um, but you know, and that person made me feel comfortable and conveying no, like this touch. Yeah, is what I I like that. But like, yeah, okay. like yeah, keep that like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I struggle. So I've struggled with that before. Mm -hmm. So I love that for you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to whoever can maybe <laughs> to be in the safe space. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay I think for me like yes I mean I just again just got comfortable yeah. all this shit is with my husband all yeah. of this healing work that's yeah. happening with him yeah. and so it's like again that safe space knowing okay to the left I said to the left not the right not your left mind yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> I just got to the point where I feel comfortable saying something before I'm just gonna let you I do what you gonna do <laughs> look and I'm getting irritated you know, I'm getting irritated. You know, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're like, you know, and so, and, and before I wouldn't communicate, and I wasn't saying nothing. But yeah. now, like, okay, I, I've learned that it's important to communicate that. Because if you don't tell them, how they going to know? Yeah, that you part. Know? Yeah. yeah. Communication is key. 
I love that. It is definitely key, man. Let me throw something in for the girls, okay? If you've been, you know, through the sexual trauma, okay? It's important to do that self-exploration. Get into that touching yourself, girl, okay? Learn about your body. Because if you don't know about your body, won't nobody else know about your body, okay? I have to tell somebody. Yeah. You got to know. You got to know. All right. She said it best. All right. Okay. Okay. So now it's time for our advice segment. We'll answer a listener's question that ties into the healing journey. And if you're looking for advice, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. And we might feature a question on an upcoming upcoming episode. That word. I don't know why you're struggling with it. All right. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You want to read it? Um, Sure. I'll read. So, dear girls who heal, I am struggling with my journey of healing sexual trauma. It has been a long road, but the pain and scars remain. The weight of shame, guilt, and fear feels overwhelming at times. How can I begin to unravel the layers of trauma and release the hold it has on my life? The journey of healing from sexual trauma often feels lonely, and I sometimes find it difficult to confide in others about my experiences. I also find myself struggling with feeling, feelings of anger and resentment towards my abuser, as well as those who failed to protect me when I needed it the most. How can I navigate these emotions and find a sense of forgiveness and closure that allows me to move forward with my healing? Thank you for creating a safe space where survivors can seek silence and support. Sincerely, Lili. Um, so, Lili, um, like for me, um, give yourself time. Give yourself grace. That word is going to continue to come up. Um, it can be overwhelming, but just take it one day at a time. Um, and remember, like, it's not your fault. And you can't really control how other people um support you or not support you in this situation it can feel a little lonely i've experienced that and but don't look at it as being like lonely take that time for you to find out for you what you need and it may not be from the person that you expected like i sought out therapy um and that has been very helpful for me um and 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 it was a safe space to allow for me to open up and talk about my experience. Um, you just have to give it time, mm-hmm. and the forgiveness that you ha- uh going to for the forgiveness that you provide is not for them; it's for you in order to move forward in a better, healthier way. Mm-hmm. But take it one day at a time. Sometimes it's it's gonna be like an emotional roller coaster. Sometimes gonna have some good days gonna have some bad days but just give yourself grace what would you tell Lily? Lily, get a therapist okay because <laughs> when i like told my therapist about what happened to me and my trauma like just saying it out loud yeah. like oh my god Did you feel was... lighter yes it was yeah. so fucking healing it was like oh i got that shit off my chest yeah. i've been holding that shit in for 30 fucking years yeah. you know what i'm saying and so it's like that was just very healing for me. Mm-hmm. And usually they can, like, help you walk through that and just the experiences. Um, something I always give the girls for a tip um, is just, like, writing a letter. I was just about Yeah. Writing the letter to, like, your younger self, mm-hmm. like, at the age that it happened, and just, like, telling her all of the things that you want her to know. Just reminding her that, like, she's beautiful and, like, none of the things that happened to her are her fault. Like, mm-hmm. that it's, that's so powerful it and is. so healing and like that's been a big thing that's helped me too um and then i i hate to give this one too but 
because I want you to be careful with this one. So, like, if you feel the need to address your the person who, you know, violated you, I also say, like, maybe write a letter to them, but not necessarily don't give it to them because I don't think that that's a good idea. Because usually when you're reaching out to these people, they they're not going to give you the response that you want. Mm -hmm. And so like what I would say with that letter, just write out everything you want to say about that person and tell that person. And I think for that one, like you should really burn that one um, just to like release all of those emotions yeah, and all of that stuff that sure. you're carrying with that. But that's, that's my tips, girlfriend. I was going to say journaling too. That, journaling, yes, that, for sure. That's why I kind of thought you was going with the writing mm -hmm. down. Like I love the whole writing the letter to the younger, the, the, the age in which the trauma uh, happened. Um, but journaling for me was like my, man, I could just let it all out. Mm -hmm. Have no judgment. It ain't talking back to you. It's yeah, just, It's just there to simply hold space for me. Mm -hmm. And that has really helped from, helped me. So yes. I hope that helps you out lately um, incorporating some of these tips that we provided for you today. Um, good luck, girl. Good luck. <laughs> all right. So before we wrap up, we're yeah. going to do our affirmation of the week from our sponsor, the Goddess Energy Affirmation <laughs> Deck. 54 affirmations to remind you that you are a goddess. Mm -hmm. All right now. All right. Ooh, <laughs> they on point today. <laughs> I am safe, secure, and supported. I trust my journey. Period. Period. All right now. All right. Um, and remember, if you're a small business and would like to advertise to our incredible community, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to support your business and share it with our listeners. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So remember to follow us on all platforms at Girls Who Heal Podcast. And you can follow our personal pages at Healing with Nisha. Underscore elevated me. And we appreciate you joining us on this healing journey. Until next time, keep growing and glowing. Bye. Bye.